Hello and welcome back to Logically in Love. I am your host, Savannah Gamblin. If this is the first time you're hearing my voice, hello, welcome, join the family. If you are a returning listener, what's up? You my bitch. (laughs) This is a podcast where we kind of just break down relationship issues, why they happen, whether they're between you, your partner, friends, family. And today we are going to talk about jealousy and insecurities, which is something that everybody experiences. If you're like, I'm not a jealous person, you're lying. Like, I I walk around saying I'm not a jealous person, but I'm fucking lying. I am. I'm a jealous person. So, I just kind of want to get really real with you guys today about this stuff because I feel like oftentimes jealousy and insecurities can get translated really wrong. Like, oh, they're crazy because we respond to our jealousy in a very impulsive um aggressive way. So I think this is a very important episode. And for that reason too, I didn't want to do a ton of research. I know that sounds a little backwards, but typically what happens is I upload on Mondays, right? And then the following week up until the next Monday, I'm doing my research. I'm watching interviews. I'm reading case studies. I absorb all the statistics and data on subjects. And yeah, I did that for this topic. Not everything I'm saying is complete out of my ass, but I'm not really wanting to sit here and just fact drop on you guys. I kind of feel like this is a topic where it's just too raw and vulnerable for it to be shoved into like a science style. You know what I mean? I just kind of wanted to freestyle today and just talk to you guys like normal. What's going on with me and my life currently? I'm pissed. (laughs) I'm pissed because yesterday I was at my day job because I still I still have a day job. I am a beer cart girl which all you ladies who are like what's a good job to have? Beer cart girl. 100%. It is the easiest way to make a stupid amount of money. And you guys are probably like, oh, well, old men are going to hit on me. Okay, every man's going to hit on you. That's just how it is. You're going to tell me that's not an ego boost? It absolutely is. Like, sure, you can hand me a 20 and call me sugar. Like, that's fine with me. I have no issues with that. (laughs) But yeah, if you're wondering about whether or not to be a beer cart girl, definitely do it. It's a lot of fun and you get tan at work. So that's great. But I was at my day job yesterday. It was like, 65 degrees where I live, beautiful, sunny, light breeze, everyone was out, our tea sheet was just fucking packed, and what do I wake up to today? Snow. It's literally snowing, and not just, like, flurries, no, it's, like, big old wonkin' fucking golf balls falling down from the sky, like, it is thick. She is thick outside, and I just don't get it. This is what it's like living in the Midwest. Like, any of you coastal people, you are so lucky. Well, I think West Coast is a little bit more lucky because you guys have the warmer side. I feel like East Coast is pretty, like, cold. Maybe that's just, like, me not being cultured. But, yeah, if you're in the Midwest, you know what I'm talking about. It is literally, like, blistering hot one day, and then the next day it's a blizzard. It's like, why? Why is this the case? So, so much for running this morning. I was gonna do hot girl summer prep, but no mass. So, that's just a little update on what's happening in my life right now. (laughs) So, jealousy. Oh, jealousy, 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 jealousy. We all have it. We all experience it. I try to walk around and act like, oh, 
I'm not a jealous person. I don't get jealous. Jealousy is just not something that I like. It's just not worth my time. Blah, 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 blah. Like me trying to act like I'm above it. I'm not above it. I absolutely get jealous. In fact, I'm going to tell you about a time that I was jealous. But first, I want to share my opinions on jealousy. And I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. Jealousy in my eyes, like when, yes, there's a such thing as jealous like jealousy, okay? When you see somebody who has a way nicer person than you and you're jealous, like you want what they have, that's jealousy. But I think we misuse the word jealousy when we get into like the relationship topic because when you're saying, oh, they're such a jealous person, that means that your partner wants what somebody else has. And I can almost guarantee you that's not the case. What the case is, is that they feel really insecure and then they take it out on you and get really territorial and upset and irritated, right? So, when it comes to jealousy in a relationship, I don't personally believe that that's the proper word. I think it's insecurity. Jealousy is just another word for insecurity when it comes to relationships. And here's why. The definition of jealousy is literally feeling or showing envy of someone or their achievements and advantages. So, if you are out at the bar and you're talking to some guy that's like a guy friend of yours and you say, oh, my boyfriend gets so jealous is he envious and wants what that guy has or is he irritated that you're giving some other guy attention and it's making him feel insecure about himself, right? Because insecurity, that's not having confidence or needing reassurance and you're uncertain of yourself and you're anxious. Like, that's the definition of insecurity. So, I feel like there needs to be a little bit of, like, a cleanup when it comes to using that word and, I don't know why the word insecure when you're like, oh my gosh, you're being very insecure right now. I don't know why people are like, no, I'm not. Like, oh my gosh, why would you even say that? Like, I'm not insecure, blah, 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 blah. It's like, everybody's insecure. It's not a bad word. We don't need to be so offended by somebody saying, oh, you're being very insecure right now. Or, oh, you seem insecure. Are you insecure? Like, and you just being so defensive and denial. It's like, it's not a bad thing. Everybody has it. And in fact, it makes it worse when you pretend you're not insecure because then you're just like bottling it up and it's going to come out in every other way than how it should. And it's going to be really ugly. So, we should all, like, collectively, women, men, everybody, we should all just kind of get, like, a little bit more comfortable with the word insecure because it's not a bad thing. Even supermodels, they have insecurities too, and it's not like it's something that you need to get rid of. Like, my whole philosophy on insecurities is it's not a bad thing until it starts controlling your behavior, and that's what we want to focus on today. I want to focus on not necessarily getting rid of your insecurities, but how to overcome them and how to basically be in control. Like, you, we all know that one girl or a guy too, that their insecurities literally run their life, their behavior, the way they talk, the way they treat people. It is all run by their insecurities. And that's just so unhealthy, so impulsive, and very immature. So, that's what I'm more concerned with because I have insecurities of my own. And for me to try to sit here and 
get rid of all of them is just so like unrealistic because guess what's going to happen? I'm going to get rid of all my insecurities and the new ones are going to form. It's human nature to compare like for whatever fucking reason. I just want to focus on that part. So getting into that, I just feel like jealousy is another way of saying you have insecurities, right? And these come out, did anybody hear my stomach? It just like growled. I'm not hungry, but like sometimes, I don't know if your stomach does this, but sometimes my stomach just like has a moment and she wants a solo and I'm like, okay, you go off girl. And she's just loud as fuck and there's nothing I can do about it. It's not even because I'm hungry. So if you heard my stomach, that's what's going on. I want to give a little bit of an example of what I'm talking about from my own personal experience with jealousy slash insecurities, right? So, with my partner, yes, I am in a relationship. I was not going to disclose that on this podcast. Um, I made a very conscious effort to not bring it up um, just for the fact that I just don't want to be one of those, like, I'm not going to be that Alexis Ren J. Alvarez girl. Like, that's just not my life. That's not who I am. And I just don't need the internet, like, bombarding my relationship. So, before I even started doing this podcast, we had sat down and set boundaries and we both agreed it was in both of our best interests to not disclose our relationship to social media and all of that just because he is known in his field and I'm trying to be known in my field and they are completely different career fields and we just don't want to be known as like oh you're Savannah Gamblin's boyfriend or oh you're blah blah blah's girlfriend like you know what I mean so and don't try to go looking for him please respect our privacy I'm not even following him on Instagram gonna be completely honest um but I do want to share a story of a time that I was fucking whoo girl I was jealous as fuck like so insecure my blood was boiling, my feathers were ruffled, and it was actually a pretty recent example. So, my boyfriend, he has an ex, and they had dated, oh my god, I think like three plus years collectively. Like, there was a break in between there or something, but yeah, they were together for a really long time. He moved to my hometown for her, and that's how I met him. So, he moved here, and when he moved here, things just started getting south, and long story short, they broke up. Okay, now we are dating. We've been dating for quite a long time. We've been together for a very long time, and she slides into his DMs. Um, immediately, as his female, as his girlfriend, I am like, <laughs> what the bitch say? Like, what, what does she have to say to you? But I'm not going to act like that to him. I'm going to, I'm going to keep my cool because I'm not going to be that crazy bitch. I, first of all, I am never going to let another woman make me act crazy. That is not how this is going to go down. I am collected. I am calm. I am mature. And you best be damned if you think you are going to make, like, get any rile out of me. That's not going to happen. So, I kept my cool and I was just like, oh, your ex DM'd you. And he was like, oh, did she? Like, looks. And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, yeah, she did. And he was like, you want to open it? And I was like, eh, okay. So, I opened it and she was like, hey, like, 
how are you, blah, 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 just, you know, playing nice, and her saying, like, I treated you so bad, like, I really regret how our relationship went, I would really love to, like, talk sometime, like, would you want to meet up, blah, 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 and he was like, oh, shit, like, what should I say to this? I was like, I don't know, like, whatever you want to say. Internally, you guys, I am freaking out, freaking out, because this was the girl that, like, he moved states for, he was, like, in it to win it, like, they were serious, they were not fucking around when they were dating, and here I come with my dick in my hand, just standing there, like, I don't know, I just felt so inferior, and I felt so insecure, like, oh my god, this was the love of his life, and they broke up because it just didn't work out, and now she's reaching out to him, and like, what if he wants her back? What if he thinks she's prettier than me? What if he liked being with her more? What if our relationship isn't as good as their relationship? Like, this whole list of what ifs was spewing out of my brain, and now I'm like literally hiding in the bathroom sobbing because I've created the scenario on how he's gonna pack his bags in the middle of the night and leave me with a note saying we're done and like he's gonna go run off into the sunset with his ex like literally that's how my brain works and I can almost guarantee your brain works that way too and if it doesn't god bless I wish I operated the way you did but in this situation she reached out to him and I was insecure as fuck he basically told her like hey like I'm glad like you're doing well thanks for reaching out and apologizing like I'm sure I did some fuck shit too in our relationship um but that ship has kind of sailed and I've moved on now and so I think it's just in both of our best interests to not entertain like any contact And she was like, oh, okay, like, I hope you're happy, like, you know, still just emotionally sucking his dick. And (laughs) me getting salty on my own podcast, just talking about it, me getting salty. See, I'm telling you, I give you guys advice, but that doesn't mean I, like, live and breathe it. Like, I still can be petty. I still can be insecure. I still can, like, act a little psycho. But then because it doesn't stop here. I think like a couple days or maybe a week goes by and she like reaches out again and she tries to slide into his DM. She tries to like, oh, you can hear a bird in the background. That is so cute. I love birds. The sounds of birds is just like the best. Anyways, come on ADHD. Um, So she was, like, sliding into his DMs again and trying to get him to feel some type of way or whatever. I don't remember. This was, like, a couple months ago. But she was just, she was shooting her shot, right? And he didn't respond. And then she some fucking how got his Snapchat and added him on Snapchat and then tried to, like, send him chats through there, but they don't go through until he, like, accepts her or something. Like, it said, like, a pending chat. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Anyways, long story short, and keep in mind, my boyfriend is one of the most trustworthy people. Like, 
while all of this was going down, he did not open anything until I was present. Not because I asked that of him, but he just went out of his way to do it that way. He was like, yeah, if the role was reversed, I'd want you to be very open and honest with me. So, like, I want to be open and honest with you. This whole thing, he did nothing wrong. He actually handled it quite perfectly. He eventually told her, like, listen, I am not interested in being with you anymore. I have moved on. I have a girlfriend. I am very happy please stop contacting me. And after that, she stopped contacting him. But the point of the story is, even after he told her, fuck off, my ass, I went out with my girls that night and my drunk ass is like, I'm gonna fucking DM her and I'm gonna tell her to leave my man alone and blah, 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 blah. And I'm just going off. My friend smacks my phone out of my hand and she looked at me and she goes, don't be a crazy bitch. And I immediately realized that's some crazy bitch shit. And for those of you girls who are like, ooh, I'm crazy. Like, you don't want to fuck with me. I'm a real ass bitch, blah, 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 blah. It's not cute. Like, no man wants to be with a woman or not even that, who cares about other guys? Let's talk about yourself. You really want to embarrass yourself like that? Like, you're going to go out of your way to talk to the other woman and tell her to leave your fucking man alone? Like, no, you're in a relationship. You're in an adult relationship. If your boyfriend isn't handling it, that's not an invitation for you to handle it. That's an invitation for there's some sketchy shit going on here because if your boyfriend has respect for your relationship, he's going to want to go out of his way to let that girl know I'm not fucking interested. And if he doesn't, it's not your job to do that for him, okay? It is not your job to chase after some girl. And I know better too. So, the fact that that happened probably was just because I had one too many tequila shots, but... I literally don't act like that unless my feathers are fucking ruffled and they were that night and it was because I I wasn't mad at her. It's not her fault. Like, that's her ex. She wanted to reach out. She misses him. Like, that's normal. We've all gone through that. It's not her fault that she's interested in somebody she used to have feelings and love for and it's not my boyfriend's fault that his ex is reaching out to her. So, who was I mad at? No one. I couldn't be mad at anybody in this situation. What I was mad about was the fact of how it made me feel, which was extremely insecure. It made me start comparing myself. I, of course, jump on her Instagram and start fucking stalking the shit out of her. And let's be honest, she's a lot wealthier than I am. She's a lot taller than I am. Well, we're not going to get into the other stuff, but (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and hurt my own feelings, but there's things that I could find that she has better than me, but there's things that I could find that I have better than her, but at the end of the day, who fucking cares who has better than, like, you know what I mean? My boyfriend is with me because he wants to be with me. If he wanted to be with her, he would be with her, you know? So, in this situation, the reason I'm telling you this story is because Everybody gets insecure, but it's how you handle it that matters, okay? And so, I could have handled that in a very immature way. I could have told her to fuck off. I could have been a crazy bitch, but I know better than that. I'm not going to let another female make me look and feel crazy. I'm not going to do that. So, when you're in your relationship and you're starting to feel insecure, don't ever make that somebody else's problem ever. And I mean that 
so genuinely. Like, this is one of the things that, like, even if I see my best friends doing this shit, I'll call their ass out. Like, you're just being so stupid right now. Like, don't embarrass yourself like that. Let's look at the scenario of social media, okay? Your boyfriend or girlfriend is following somebody of the opposite sex and they are a very attractive person who probably is posting a shit ton of pictures in their bikini or their swim trunks, right? And they're just like looking fine as hell and they're super tan. They're probably fitness models or some stupid shit. And you're over there sitting on your fucking bed eating potato chips and you're just like, wow, this is great. While your hair is in a fucking messy bun or you got your glasses on, like whatever it is. And you're just like, wow, that makes me feel like absolute donkey shit. (laughs) Because trust me, I've done that. When I so everybody knows my Instagram got hacked, right? So when I made my new Instagram, I went to my boyfriend's followers and who he was following because I was like, oh, I need to like, it's hard when you have like a bunch of like, um, what's the word? Acquaintances. It's really hard to remember them all off the top of your head. So I go on to like my friends and my boyfriend's followers and following just to like scroll through and see if there's anybody that I know. So I didn't have any like bad intentions. I knew that I was going to find shit that probably was going to hurt my feelings, but I was okay with that. And of course, yes, I did find shit that hurt my feelings. He was following like super hot, tan, tall, skinny fitness models and this, that, and the other or like CEOs of companies because my boyfriend's an entrepreneur and he just drools over any female who's super independent and like an entrepreneur. So, I was seeing this and I'm like, wow, he probably has wet dreams about these people and I'm over here in my fucking Teletubbies tank top and shorts that go down to my knees. Like, that's really cute. And I know that this happens all the time. Girls are like, oh, my boyfriend's following like these super hot girls that are half naked and they get really pissed off and they don't get pissed off in general. They get pissed off at their boyfriend. And here's why I don't agree with that. I could easily just like go off on him and be like, oh my gosh, unfollow this girl or oh my gosh, why did you like her picture? This, that, and the other, just like freaking out on him. But what does that really say? Does that say he did something wrong? Is him following somebody that he finds attractive wrong? Or am I saying what you're doing makes me feel insecure, so I want you to stop doing the things that make me feel insecure? I think it looks like the latter. So every time I see a female forcing or making their partner feel bad for following somebody of the opposite sex, it's like you're not mad at what they did. You're mad because what they did makes you feel insecure and you want to control that, which I don't agree with. I didn't say shit to my boyfriend. Yeah, it hurt my feelings a little bit because, I mean, I'm by default nature, I'm going to compare myself and the comparison's a little bit um, unfair, (laughs) but um, I'm not going to get mad at my boyfriend for that because If you go through my following, I'm following really hot guys too. And I want to add one more thing on the social media topic. I've never understood why girls, and I say girls because it's predominantly females, but men do this too, but I'm going to, I'm going to target you guys. (laughs) I'm targeting females here. Why do you guys 
go through who your boyfriend or your partner is following and if they start following a new girl you're like who the fuck is this girl like why does he following her and then they just like go through this whole spiel and they click on the girl they start stalking her instagram they get really insecure they go down this rabbit hole and then they immediately are like oh my god he must have met her and now he's interested in her and he's trying to reach out to her you know what he probably did meet her he probably met her on campus or maybe he went out with the boys and he came across her and they all had a conversation. Maybe she knows one of his fucking cousins. I don't know, but who the absolute hell cares whether or not your boyfriend follows another girl? Like, why are we stalking our boyfriends? That is just crazy to me. You should have an open, honest relationship where you don't need to be watching their every move. You don't need to be watching who they are and aren't following. You don't need to be watching who they are and aren't liking. Like, think God, Instagram got rid of showing likes and following and all that stuff. Remember, I don't even remember what it was called. I think it's called like friend, the friends page or something like that. And you could see what your friends were up to or what posts they were into. I'm so glad that that's gone because that was just giving people another outlet to like hurt their own feelings and then act like a fool about it. It's embarrassing. We like, it's not that deep. In my mind, the only reason you should be coming to your partner about anything that has to do with social media is one, DMs. If they are DMing and it's a little bit too fucking friendly and it makes you a little bit uncomfortable, sure, say something. So, DMs, fine. I'll leave you guys alone on that one. I can understand that. Another one, if they start following and commenting on another girl's photo like if she posts a picture and he's like wow beautiful or like something like that boy you better fucking get out of my way before I mollywop your ass you know better you know better so those are the only two situations where go off girl I'll support you but anything else you're acting like an absolute fool we are grown women we have better things to focus on than Instagram models and all this shit And if it bothers you that much, stop looking at it. Stop feeding your insecurities. That's all you end up doing. You feed your insecurities and then you cause problems and fights in your relationship and your boyfriend didn't do anything wrong. So, it's you causing the problems. You are the problem. Your insecurities are taking control. You're not acting logically. You are being very impulsive. And so, I know that this is <laughs> this is me just like railing into you guys. Super sorry, but at the same time I'm not because if your friends aren't going to be real with you, I will and I'm going to be real with you. We got to stop focusing on shit that doesn't matter. We have better things to do like taking care of ourselves, boosting our self-esteem. Let's do shit that boosts our self-esteem. Instead of staring at other girls, why don't we start learning how to do our makeup a little bit better? Why don't we start going to the gym? Why don't we start wearing clothes that make us feel sexier? Like, why aren't we using that time and energy to upgrade ourselves than to make ourselves feel less than somebody else? You know what I mean? So, with social media, I just, the whole thing just rattles me. But there is one topic when it comes to jealousy and insecurity that I think is a delicate dance and something that I can be very empathetic and understanding about. And that is when it comes to female friends, okay? If your partner has a female friend, um, this is something where it gets kind of tricky 
I'm not gonna lie. And I will be honest, my boyfriend has one of his best friends and she is a girl. They have been best friends for six plus years. Very good friends, very genuine friends. Yes, there are times where I feel insecure. I am not gonna sit on this podcast and lie to you guys. There are absolutely times where I'm like, you might be a little bit too friendly. But at the end of the day, I am not going to be that person that makes my boyfriend choose between his friends or me. Because if my boyfriend made me do that or anybody in my life, even my friends, my family, anybody, if you're going to make me choose, I'm not choosing you. Because they're not making me choose. So, the fact that you're making me choose is because you're so insecure and uncomfortable with the way that it makes you feel that instead of you dealing with your insecurities and you figuring out why you feel that way and having a conversation with me that we can work through together as a team, you would rather just eliminate the problem completely and affect my life and make me make sacrifices, which I'm not going to do. I will make compromises, but I will not make sacrifices for anybody or any relationship. Nothing in my life I'm giving up that makes me happy for somebody else, and I'm very firm on that, and I think everybody should be. Everybody should have a way to put their foot down and be like, no, this is something that makes me happy. This friend is a friend, and if you can't accept that, that is because you are insecure and let's work on that together. Let's figure out a ways to like a way to make you not feel so insecure. But you're not going to rule my life like you're my fucking mom or my dad and tell me who I can and can't be friends with. That is not how this works. It is a relationship. It is not ownership. So I want to get that out there. However, however, I can sympathize. There are some girls that are a little bit too friendly with our men, okay? And I I hear you. I totally get the struggle. I have been there before and it sucks. And it's like, what do I do? He has a girlfriend, right? Like a friend who's a girl and you are his girlfriend. He goes off, hangs out with her, whatever it is. And maybe they're in a group setting. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're one-on-one. I don't really know. And you start suspecting something's going on. I suggest bringing that up immediately when he comes back. Hey, I just want to let you know that I'm really happy you have a friend that you could hang out with and somebody who makes you really happy. That's awesome. And I never want you to think that I don't support your friendships. However, this specific one does make me a little bit uncomfortable. I just want to know if there's something that I should worry about or if there were any past experiences between the two of you that I should know about. And hopefully, if he's an adult, he's going to be honest with you, right? Whatever his response is, you have to take it for what it is. You can't have him tell you, no, we've never done anything together and trust me, like, I don't even see her like that. Like, we're honestly just friends, blah, 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 blah. And then turn around and be like, I don't believe you. Like, (laughs) make sure there are clear and set boundaries, right? Like, 
make sure you guys are on the same page. Be respectful, be understanding. Like, this is their friend, keep in mind. And this is probably a friend that they've had way longer than you've been in their life. So you don't get to just like barge in and be like, okay, I'm here now. Everybody else can get the fuck out. Like, that's not what we're doing. But make sure you set clear boundaries. Like, are you okay with them hanging out one-on-one? -on -one? Are you okay with, like, I'm personally, I'm not okay with you guys having a Netflix night. That's like, why? Why? <laughs> why do you need to do that? Like, that just seems a little bit too intimate to me. But, like, if you guys are just hanging out drinking, like, whatever. Like, it is what it is. That's what I do with my friends, too. Like, sometimes with my guy friends, we'll go out and we'll go wine tasting. Or I'll stop by their house after work or something and have a beer and just talk about shit. Like, there are limits to what's going on. And a lot of that has to do with your level of insecurities and how comfortable you are with yourself and your relationship and your trust factor. But you should never control your partner. You should never tell them what they can and can't do, right? We're not doing sacrifices. We're doing compromises. You don't have to trust their friend. You don't have to. In fact, you cannot trust their friend, but that's not a good enough reason for them to not hang out with their friends, okay? You just need to trust your partner, and if you don't trust your partner, it is not your job to control the situation because you removing that friend, it doesn't make you have more trust for your partner. It just removes the situation and the problem, but that's not fixing anything. So if you don't trust your partner, that is an issue in itself and eliminating what's causing that distrust isn't going to help your relationship grow anymore. In fact, it's actually just going to prolong what's meant to happen, which if you don't trust them, it's probably for a good reason reason and they're probably doing some shady shit on the side. So if you try to eliminate shit, guess what? Now they're going to be sneaky about it. So it's just, there's no reason to try to control the situation and control your partner. If you don't trust them, that is a huge red flag and you probably shouldn't be in that relationship anymore because if you can't even trust them to hang out with somebody and control themselves, like, first of all, they shouldn't have to control themselves. It shouldn't be that freaking hard. They shouldn't be putting themselves in a situation where they need to control their actions. But if they are, okay, whatever, you should know that they're able to. And if they're not, then why would you want to be in a relationship where you're just going to be anxious all the time, where you're constantly wondering what they're doing, constantly on edge, like, oh, did they do it yet? Did they fuck up yet? Did they do something to break my heart yet? Like, why would you want to be in a relationship with somebody like that? So at the end of the day, when it comes to friends of the opposite sex, no, you don't need to trust their friend. You just need to trust your partner. And if you don't, on something as simple as a friend, then that's not the relationship for you, okay? Now, I want to talk about how we can help ourselves when we are feeling jealous. What are steps we can take to make us not be a psycho bitch and make a fool of ourselves by acting impulsively on our emotions? I get it. Jealousy triggers some territorial shit. It might trigger some past traumas from relationships. Maybe you were cheated on. And so now some PTSD is coming up about that and it makes you want to go into defense mode. But that's not what we're going to do, okay? We're going to be logic. <laughs> we're going to be logical about this. And we're going to have control over our emotions. We're going to have control over the way we respond, okay? So I want to point out just because you're feeling insecure and jealous doesn't mean there's something wrong. 
the reason I say this is because, uh, so I had a relationship, a past relationship, and I mean, he was a great guy. He really was, but unfortunately, he made his insecurities my problem, which is just number one rule. Your insecurities are your problem. They are not your partner's problem. They are for you to fix. They are for you to figure out. But in this relationship, unfortunately, there were times where we would go out, right? And I would be with my friends or I would just be going up to the bar to get a drink and a guy would be talking to me. It was something super harmless. Nothing was going on. But from across the bar, in his eyes, it's this guy hitting on me, right? And so he's making up these scenarios in his head of what's going on. I come back with the drinks and he's like, oh, did you have fun talking to that guy? And I'll be like, yeah, like he was really nice. I can't remember his name, but yeah, it was cool. He said that he's from this school or whatever it is. And he would get so upset with me. Like, why did you have to look at him like that? Why did you have to smile at him like that? Why do you have to talk to him like that? Your body language, like it makes him think you're interested in him. He probably thinks that you're interested now, blah, 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 blah. And to that, who cares? Who cares if that guy thinks I'm interested in him or not? We're not hooking up. I didn't suck his dick in the middle of the fucking bar. I didn't, we didn't go home together. So who cares whether or not that guy is interested in me or not and whether that guy thinks he has a shot with me or not? Who cares? Because at the end of the day, if he were to try anything with me, I would let him know politely, I'm sorry, I'm not available. I'm actually in a relationship right now. So it was him projecting his fears of what if this guy wants my girlfriend and what if she likes him back? Like, you know what I mean? Like, whatever it was, he was projecting that onto me and getting mad at me for his insecurities and his fears. And it's like, I didn't do anything wrong. What do you want me to do? Ignore every guy that talks to me and be rude? I'm not doing that. That's not what I want to do. And I shouldn't have to do that. For you want me to change my behavior to make you feel more comfortable versus why don't you just internalize what's going on and figure out why do I feel this way and then come talk to me about it. So that's an example of just because you feel insecure doesn't mean your partner did something wrong. You don't need to project that onto them. Let's internalize, okay? So with that, let's say reverse situation, you're at the bar and your boyfriend goes up to the bar to go get you guys some drinks and a girl starts talking to him and he replies, they're having conversation, comes back with your drinks and you're feeling insecure as hell and jealous as shit. How are you going to respond? There are some women out there who are very jealous and they act super salty and they get mad at their boyfriend. They're like, oh, well, why don't you just go talk to her then? And blah, 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 blah. That's not what we're going to do. Instead, first of all, my biggest thing is don't address the situation right away. That is the number one tip I can give you guys, especially when it comes to insecurities and feeling vulnerable and jealous and all that. Because what ends up happening is you are responding out of emotion, not out of logical thinking, okay? And you never want to respond out of emotion because oftentimes it never ends well. So try to wait. Maybe wait till you guys get home. Think about it for a little bit or bring it up the next day when you're not drunk. That's like an even better option. I will always follow this rule. I will never have a discussion when alcohol is involved, ever, because 
things get blown out of proportion, emotions are amplified as shit, or things are worded wrong and then you don't know how to come back from it and then you might have said something that really hurt your partner's feelings and you didn't even mean it that way in the first place. So it's just better to not bring anything up when alcohol is involved. Don't bring it up right away because your emotions are way too fresh. First, what you want to do is figure out, okay, I'm feeling really insecure right now. Like that girl, whatever it is, like you're just recognizing I'm feeling insecure. Why? Why are you feeling insecure? And that's not me being like, oh, you're dumb. Why do you feel insecure? It's like, no, actually figure it out. Why do you feel insecure? For me personally, sometimes it's because I think that girl's prettier than me. And it makes me feel really insecure about myself. Like, wow, he probably just had a really great conversation with her and she's way prettier than I am and now he's coming up to me and it's just the same old schmuck that he sees every day and goes to bed with every night and he's just bored of me. Maybe she made him feel more excited than I do. You know, there's a list of reasons that I come up with of why I'm feeling insecure. So try to target what that reason is. And then when you do bring it up to him, because I always advise you do, I think when you're feeling insecure, it, the best thing to do is embrace it. Be insecure. Like I said at the beginning of this episode, it's not a bad word and it's not something we should be shamed for. Everybody's insecure. Everyone and anyone is insecure. So don't hide it. Don't feel bad about being insecure. It's okay. Bring it up to your partner. You guys are a team. Let's work through it together. So take a moment to breathe, understand, okay, why am I feeling this way? And then when it's a good time in private, (laughs) in private people, we are not making scenes, we are grown and we are not doing that. But in private, go up to them and be like, hey, I just wanted to let you know when you were talking to that girl, it made me feel really insecure. That's how you're going to do it. You are not going to go up to him and be like, so what were you guys talking about? (laughs) Like, who cares? Who, who the fuck cares what they were talking about? It doesn't matter. Just don't come at them attackingly. Make it about you because that's what this is about. It is about you. It's about how you feel insecure. So go up to them and be like, hey, when you're talking to that girl, it made me feel really insecure. It made me like she was really, really pretty and it kind of made me think that she's prettier than me or that you think she's prettier than me. And hopefully he will take that as a cue of, oh, this is a moment where I should be reassuring my girlfriend and he should be reassuring you or ask for reassurance. If he's not, just be like, I just really would like to hear some reassurance from you or is there something that I should be worried about? That phrase, is there something I should be worried about, is like my go-to because then it's not accusing anything and it's not assuming any scenario. It's just letting them come to you with anything. Oftentimes, what probably is going to happen is, oh, no, I literally just bumped into her and I was apologizing. Like, you know what I mean? Or they're like, oh, I had a class with her. So, we were just talking about the homework assignment. Like, it's almost always something so fucking harmless, but in our brains, we blow it so out of proportion. So, make sure to talk to your partner about it because oftentimes, that's just going to squash it right away. Instead, of you just like keeping it to yourself and then you're like looking her up and asking around, does anyone know who this girl is? And like, oh my God, it's just so embarrassing. Don't make a fool of yourself. We're better than that. (laughs) 
Okay, you guys, it is that time of the episode where we do our favorite part, the one that we're all waiting for, Ask Sav. Yes, I just picked the ones that I think relate to the majority of you because a lot of times they're repeat questions. Like a lot of you guys have the same problems, which I kind of think is very interesting. But anyways, this first girl, I'm going to keep all of these anonymous today. Some of them didn't specify whether or not they wanted to be anonymous, um... So I'm just going to assume I'd rather not put anybody (laughs) on blast. So all of these are going to be anonymous. The first one is, hi, I'm sure you get these messages all the time, but I literally am obsessed with your podcast and can't wait to hear more from you. I've been with my boyfriend for almost two years and he cheated in the beginning. I stayed and we both worked so hard to overcome and we are in such a healthy and happy relationship now. Go you guys. But a part of me seriously will always think about the cheating, which, first of all, that's very understandable. I know you mentioned that you got cheated on and stayed, and I just need an honest answer from someone who's been in my shoes. How the hell did you eventually leave, and what was the breaking point? I need help, and I trust what you have to say so much. Thank you so much for writing in this question. Um, I'm sure you know who you are. (laughs) And thank you. I love your support. But this is something that, yes, I want to talk about, especially in this episode. So I have mentioned before that I have been cheated on left and right. I have been cheated on by different partners. I've been cheated on by my very first boyfriend. um, And then I was cheated on several times by another boyfriend. Okay, a different one. Um, so I was in a relationship for about two years. It was an on and off relationship, of course. (laughs) And in this relationship, he had cheated on me in the past. (laughs) So he actually cheated on me several times. And honestly, me and my friends always make the joke that he's cheated on me like 20 times. He probably has, but I only know of two. I only was aware of two. I can bet my left nut that there's way more than two. But anyways, not the point. So the first time, so he was looking for something. I don't remember what it was. This was years ago. He was looking for something and he went upstairs to go look for it and he left his phone open. And I am not one to go through phones. However, I had this pit in my stomach. I was like, I don't want to go through that phone, but I feel like I have to. And I was like, there's something on that phone. And it was like, I wasn't even searching. It was like, I knew where it was too. I was like, I need to go to his Snapchat and I need to see his chats. Sure enough, I go straight to his Snapchat and I saw his chats and it wasn't even, it was so crazy. It was like my finger was directing me. Like I wasn't even snooping through every chat I saw. There were some girls on there that I was just like not concerned with, but there was this one singular girl that I was like, hmm, he's never talked about this person before. I've never seen her name before, like anything. It was just like I had a pit feeling. So I clicked on it and sure enough, they were sending nudes and well, she was sending nudes and they were like sexting and he, she was saying like, when can I see you again? And he's like, sometime soon, like blah, 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 blah. Like it was, it was cheating. Like obvious cheating was going on. He came downstairs. I held up his phone with the chat open and he looked at me and he goes, oh God, what the fuck did he say? He said something so stupid. He said something so fucking stupid to me. I lost my shit. I don't even remember what it was, but it was like a response almost of like, okay, 
Like, literally something like that. Like, you're gonna get your shit rocked. So, that was the first time I caught him cheating. And after that, he swore up and down. He's like, we never hooked up. We hung out one time and there was, like, tension and this, that, and the other. And I was like, okay, I want you to block her. And that's also stupid. You should never make your partner block somebody. You shouldn't have to, okay? You should not have to make your partner block somebody. They should either just know to do it or you shouldn't be in that relationship. So at that point, I shouldn't have been in that relationship or I should have had him handle it and see how he handled it. And if it was in a mature way, then I knew that he was genuinely sorry and that he wanted to fix the relationship. So we moved on. There was obvious heartbreak for a very long time, severe trust issues, but that was the only time I ever went through his phone. A year later, what had happened was we were in the car and he handed me his phone and he was like, oh my god, there's like this one video in my camera roll. You should like look for it. It's like somewhere at the bottom. And I was like, okay. So like, it's not like I went through his phone. He gave me his phone and I went to go click on something. And in the corner of the screen, like the top corner of his camera roll, I saw a video of him and this girl and I shouldn't have snooped. However, we have had these problems before, and I clicked on the video, and it was of him hooking up with this girl, (laughs) and his dumbass didn't delete the video. His dumbass took a video. First of all, if you're gonna cheat, don't be stupid enough to leave evidence, okay? Don't be a dumbass, but this dumbass fucking had videos. So, he had a video of him literally cheating on me, and I looked at him and I was like, stop the car. And he was like, what? No. And I was like, no, like actually stop the fucking car. And so he stopped the car and I lost my shit. And we were on the way to him dropping me off at my dorm. Okay. So this was my freshman year of college. And I was like, whatever. So I just bit my tongue and I was like, okay, take me, like take me to the dorm. And so he was like, okay. And so we get to my dorm and I was like, you need to leave. So he left and oh my God, you guys, I put two and two together that same fucking week. I promise all of this is relevant to your question. That same fucking week, earlier that week, I saw her. Me and him went out to dinner and she was there with like her family or something And I saw her and we went to high school together. So I was like, oh my God, I'm going to call her Sarah. That's not her name, but I'm just going to call her Sarah. So I was like standing at the host stand and I saw her and I was like, oh my God, Sarah. And I like walked up to her and my boyfriend, we'll call him Tom. Okay. Tom walks with me up to her table and I give her a hug and they had hooked up that week. He literally cheated on me with her that same week that weekend prior, and he let me give her a hug and say, oh my god, like, how are you? Haven't seen you in so long, like, blah, 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 like, we're making small talk. He doesn't say a fucking word. He doesn't even look at her, and then I was just like, okay, well, we're getting seated now, so, like, it was really nice seeing you, and she's like, yeah, nice seeing you too, because I was like, oh my god, when did you get in town? She was like, oh, you know, like, I hadn't, oh god, it just, I put two and two together, so I'm laying there in my door 
dorm room realizing this that oh my god she was in town and she hooked up with him and like he cheated on me with her and then he watched me make a fool of myself giving her a hug that same week oh my god my blood boiled and I literally okay we had been together for like two-ish years two plus years I didn't even give him the courtesy of like breaking up with him in person I was like you are not fucking worth it I snapped girl so to answer your question what my breaking point was me realizing how much he had no respect for me it was the fact that like there was just little things and yeah that's a really big example but there were lots of things going on where I was just like you don't have respect for me like you don't go out of your way to prevent sketchy situations You don't go out of your way to reassure me when you know that I'm insecure. In fact, when I was feeling insecure and I would come to him with it in a very healthy, calm way, he would gaslight me and be like, oh, you're just a crazy bitch and like try to make me feel crazy. And I'm like, first of all, you're the one who actually cheated on me. So I have every right to be uncomfortable. And it was just so crazy. The lack of respect and the lack of understanding in our relationship, that's what drove me to leave because I was like, you know what? I am not, first of all, I'm not one to sit here and be like, if they cheat on you, leave. Sometimes there's appropriate situations. Like even if you guys have kids, like there's appropriate situations where yes, I can understand why you'd want to make it work, okay? So to answer your question of how did I eventually leave and what my breaking point was and like why why did I no longer want to stay, it wasn't because, I mean, yes, of course, it was because he cheated a second time, but it's deeper than that. It's because he fucked up that first time and I was willing to work on the relationship. I was willing to stay and I was willing to trust again. And I did trust again. I never went through his phone. I never accused him of anything. I internalized all my insecurities and came to him with them in a calm way. Like I really did my part. It was the fact that he wasn't doing his. In your situation, it's okay that you stayed. That's good. If that's what you felt was the right thing to do. But if you're now two years in and you're like, I literally still worry about him cheating and I still don't feel reassured all the time and I still like, maybe you shouldn't be in that relationship. That's a problem. You should be assured 100%. Yes, it's something that's going to make you nervous or maybe like cross your mind once in a while and make you upset, but you should never be concerned that it's going to happen again, right? So that's my advice to you. You, It sounds to me, especially since you're asking, like, how did you leave? What was your breaking point? It sounds to me like you've already had yours. You're just afraid to let go and you're afraid to be by yourself. And I have a whole episode on that, but I'm going to make another one because I think this is such a common problem. Women stay in situations and they settle because they're too scared to not settle. They're too scared to get out of their comfort zone and be alone again. Okay, so our next question is, I've been listening to you religiously before work every morning. Thank you very much. (laughs) I'm really struggling with insecurity and other girls, especially through social media. That's how I always found out I was getting cheated on in the past. I was doing very well at not letting it bother me for a while, but recently it's just gotten to me. Just need advice on how to get over my insecurity about Instagram one. Ooh, about Instagram women just bothers me when they're all half naked. Any advice? 
I am stumbling my words so much today. I do not know what my problem is. I think it's because I haven't had 25 shots of espresso. That's typically the issue. Um, okay, so girl, you're having insecurities about Instagram women. First of all, I want to explain to you, and you already know this, this isn't news, but I will say this, Photoshop, 100%, not all of it, it's, it's like Photoshop, but if I posted the raw photos of, like, my pictures, you guys would literally think I'm an ogre. I'm not lying. I don't do a shit ton of Photoshop, but I definitely still Photoshop my photos. Like, I definitely still will smooth out the zit that's in the middle of my forehead. I'm definitely gonna try to cover up my under eye bags because I can't sleep for 25 days. Like, trust me, a lot of it is Photoshop. Also, a lot of the girls on Instagram, it's their job to be on Instagram. It is their job to look good and to post photos. So, you bet your ass they are hitting the gym every single day. Their diet is flawless. Their hairdresser, one of the top. Like, you're comparing your lifestyle to their lifestyle because that's essentially what it is. You're comparing, oh, she puts in way more fucking work than I do to look that good and now it's making me feel bad about myself. Like, yeah, maybe she looks really, really good, but it's because of how much work they're putting into it. So, if you're feeling insecure about that, one, hype yourself up. Start buying sexier clothes. Start going to the gym more. Eat healthier. Take care of your hair. Take care of your skin. Like, there's things that you could be doing to, like, glow yourself up, especially internally. I am all about an internal glow up, and I actually just recently had one where I was, like, not the most confident, and I just did a bunch of things to figure out who I am and like what I like and what makes me feel the sexiest and what makes me feel the most beautiful and there's things that I just have to upkeep like me I am a fake tanning bitch I will put on fake tanner left and fucking right it is a religion to me at this point because if I don't I literally feel like a ghostly mess like I think I'm so ugly without fake tanner and that's okay there's things that we just don't like about ourselves. So, when you're really insecure about women on Instagram, keep in mind on top of the constant training and the constant work that they put into themselves and their bodies, even that's not enough. Like, what just happened with Khloe Kardashian? She just had a photo that was, like, not touched at all by Photoshop, uploaded, and their whole family freaked out. And it's, like, they literally get Brazilian butt lifts. Like, she gets a boob job, and she's even talked about that. Like, she has fillers. She has a trainer. She has a diet and chefs, and she has, like, extensions and her makeup's done professionally, like all this shit. And even that's not enough for Instagram because even all of that, putting it on the internet freaked her out without Photoshop. So, keep in mind, these girls, like, they don't look like that walking down the street. I had a friend um, in LA. She saw Kylie Jenner in person and she was like, it's like, unnatural. It just does not look natural. I love Kylie. I am the biggest Kylie fan, but just keep in mind these people look perfect in photos because they need to look perfect in photos. That's how they make their money. Now, as far as you finding out you were getting cheated on through social media and shit like that, that's not social media's problem. That's be, that's your partner's problem. Like, that is them 
just being unfaithful to you. Social media had nothing to do with that. If there was no social media, they would do it some other way. So don't blame social media because you got cheated on. That is your partner's fault that you were cheated on. And hopefully you're out of that situation because you do not deserve that at all. But I completely get it. There's times where, and I actually just posted on my Instagram, I recently had a photo shoot with this amazing photographer that's in my area and I told him I wanted something bright, clean, and natural. I did not want to show up with my lashes and my hair extensions and a fuck ton of fake tanner. Like, I just wanted to throw on some concealer, a little bit of bronzer, and have my hair air dried, okay? Obviously, I put in a few, like, smoothing products because I literally grow an afro if I don't, but I did the bare minimum and I was like, I want to make this a very natural photo because I am just so tired of feeling that I have to keep up with all these Instagram models and that I need to get all this filler and Botox, which Botox is a shit. I don't care what any of you guys say. I fucking love Botox and I'm actually scheduling my next appointment because I literally have the forehead of a bulldog. It is awful. It's been an insecurity of mine since I was a child. But so I'm not doing it because of Instagram. I'm doing it because I just all of my family members do it too. It's just genetics. We have awful forehead lines. So, for you, I just don't want you to compare yourself to something that's like you're not even living the same lifestyle as them, you know? So, I hope that helps. Our next question is, hi, I would like to stay anonymous, but I found your account on TikTok and was hooked immediately. Thank you very much. Five years together, similar fights all the time. We're in long-distance relationships. <laughs> We're in a long-distant relationships. My God, I need coffee. We're on opposite schedules and hardly get to talk. That's really, really hard. We feel like we've gotten used to the distance, which ends up feeling like we don't make each other a priority. My question is, how do we effectively communicate or uphold a long-distance relationship knowing a lot of our anger and issues come from us missing each other? This is a really great question. I was in a long-distance relationship for two years, and I can absolutely say long-distance puts a huge strain on your relationship. You guys don't get to, like, hold each other, hang out with each other, get intimate, like all that stuff. It's just kind of out the window and it really, really sucks. And it almost feels like you're in a relationship with your phone screen. So I can totally understand where you guys are coming from. My biggest advice, if you're asking specifically like, how can we communicate effectively when we get irritated and angry with each other? My first tip is I will never talk about anything via text ever. I will never, ever, even with my current boyfriend, like, we live in the same city and we still will not discuss anything serious via text. Why? Because it's so easy to troll. It is so easy to troll each other. Like, you know the people on social media who just love to be little trolls and leave hate comments and they're hiding behind their screen? It's really easy to say some hurtful fucking shit or to just go ballistic on somebody when you're hiding behind a screen and you don't have to deal with the repercussions in person. It's very easy to do that, even with your partner, even with friends. It's really easy to just say how you feel and text it and then hit the send button. And you don't really get to like go back and do anything about that. So I 
only will have discussions that are important or serious or if I can feel the conversations getting heated, I'll say, hey, why don't we finish this on FaceTime or why don't we talk on the phone? Because then you're able to hear tone and you're able to understand like where they're coming from and you're able to articulate yourself a little bit better because we've all been in this situation where we are vigorously texting back and forth and we're trying to get what we have to say out and then they're responding before we respond and it's just like oh it's just such a mess so never talk via text um as far as communicating effectively don't listen to find like a rebuttal and don't listen to prove your point. Like if you guys are talking and they're trying to explain to you what's going on or why they're upset, don't go into defense mode and don't try to fight for your side to be understood more and for your side to be the one that you both go with. Like you guys should be working as a team and you guys should find something like, okay, this is something that bothers you. I personally don't agree with this, but that's okay. You don't need to agree with something. If your partner is hurting in some area, you just need to have the decency and the respect and the maturity to understand that that's still something you have to acknowledge. So when it comes to long distance, it's really easy to just want to do what's convenient, but long distance isn't convenient. So you need to kind of take the long way and really work things out as a team. Our very last question today is going to be, so I've been with my boyfriend for eight months. During our three and a half months, I started to notice things about him like gaslighting me, which side note, three and a half months, that is literally the unraveling stage. So it makes complete sense that you're noticing that like he's starting to gaslight you. What I don't like is that I always have to apologize even though I'm right and makes me look like the bad person. I don't know what to do. So, there, I have seen this where there's a person in the relationship, one partner, constantly just cannot take any blame, cannot take any responsibility. They are always right. They are never in the wrong. They did nothing wrong. And if you are upset, that's your problem. That's your feelings. And you need to deal with that. First of all, that is so immature, like, so disgustingly immature. I have no time for people like that in my life, but there absolutely are people like that. And first of all, just so you know, gaslighting is literally categorized as emotional abuse. Like, in the psychology world, that is considered emotional abuse. So, I just want you to know that, like, your partner is emotionally abusing you, and I'm very, very sorry that you're going through that. But I want to address the fact that you said, I always have to apologize even though I'm right and it makes me look like I'm the bad person. You don't have to do shit. (laughs) Like, I understand the problem's not gonna quote-unquote get solved or they're not gonna stop being angry with you or the problem's not gonna go away until you apologize. I understand that in your brain that's what you think is going on because that's really easy to feel and that's exactly what your partner wants you to think. They want you to think, oh, I need to apologize in order for this to be fixed. And therefore, the second you apologize, they are no longer the one to take blame, right? And that is just, you already know this, but you already know that that is not fair. That is not okay. But more importantly, I see more of an issue with you in this situation, to be completely honest. And the reason I'm saying that is because, so 
we know your partner's gaslighting you, right? We know that they are manipulative and we already know that they're an emotional abuser, okay? We can't control that. You cannot control somebody else's actions, emotions, thoughts, feelings, anything. Like, you cannot control another person. So, trying to solve the problem by fixing their gaslighting habits isn't the solution here because that's them. They need to work on that personally. They need to recognize I'm a gaslighter and I need to fix this. Until they do that, nothing's going to change on their end, okay? And you're always going to have to do this disco dance trying to figure out how to work around these issues because let's say you find a solution. You're like, okay, when you do this, it really hurts my feelings. So, maybe you just don't word it that way. Okay, they're going to gaslight you in some other way or they're going to manipulate you in some other way or they're going to lie straight to your face. Like, people like that, you can't control how they act. So, what we can do is control your side of things, which that's where it comes to when I'm saying I see a problem with you. Your issue is that you feed into this and you respond to it exactly how they want you to respond to it, by apologizing, by taking blame, by taking fault. What I advise you to do the next time this happens is don't say shit. Don't even entertain it. Walk away and be pissed. You're allowed to be pissed. You are pissed and you should be. So, be pissed. Let them know you're pissed and let them know if you love me, Well, don't say that because that's gaslighting, actually. (laughs) But, like, between you and me, genuinely, if they love you and if they do have respect for you and the relationship, they'll swallow their fucking ego and they'll understand what they're doing is hurting you. And if they love you, they will want to fix that. If they don't want to fix that, then that's a sure sign that your partner doesn't actually give a fuck about you and you're just there as an emotional convenience, okay? You're just filling a hole that they need in order to not feel alone and empty, okay? And that's that's the real honest truth. So, next time this happens, let them know when you talk to me this way and when you say shit like that and when you try to make it seem like it's all on me, that really, really hurts me that you don't want to take blame in any of this and that you want me to take all the blame for this situation. I wish that we could act more like a team instead of pointing fingers at each other. If he can't register that you're being honest and open and letting him know what you're doing is not helping our relationship and what you're doing is actually tearing us apart and they don't want to fix it, you need to leave. You need to go. And that's the solution because you can only stay in a manipulative relationship like that for so long until you start believing the shit that he's saying and then that starts hurting your self-esteem. And the last thing you want is five years down the road when you're not with this motherfucker anymore because you're not going to be. If this is how the relationship's going to go forever and you actually want to hold respect for yourself, you know that you will not stay in a relationship with a gaslighter. So let's say five years down the road, you're with somebody who's actually healthy for you But now you're carrying all these insecurities, all this trauma, all this self-esteem issues from your last relationship because you stayed way too long in a manipulative relationship and that has lasting effects. That's not something you want to take lightly. When you see these red flags, get the fuck out or give them a chance. And then get the fuck out. I mean, there's really, those are the only two options here. I'm really sorry. I wish that I could tell you there's like a way to fix somebody who's gaslighting you, but there's not. You can't control other people. 
So that is everything that I have for you guys today. Thank you so much for sticking around and listening to this episode. I know it was kind of like all over the place and a mess, but I just, this is something that I get really angry about (laughs) jealousy and securities and like especially for me as a female like I feel these so deeply. (laughs) I feel these so deeply so it's something that even just boils my own blood when talking about this but I hope everything that I said today kind of resonates with you and I hope that you can carry it with you into your relationship and maybe have a little bit healthier responses when we are feeling insecure or when we do catch ourselves in situations that make us uncomfortable. Let's come from a place of understanding and calmness instead of attacking and controlling, right? So if you guys want to keep connecting with me, I would absolutely love if you could hit subscribe and join the family. We are growing rapidly every single day and it's just beautiful and I love you all. Just know that no comment goes unnoticed, no like goes unnoticed. I love all of you guys and I even follow some of you guys back. Um, and on Instagram, my Instagram is gambling Savannah. That's gambling without the G and Savannah with two N's and an H at the end. So that is where you can DM me any questions you want me to answer. I do not really like to go off of TikTok DMs just because honestly, to be completely open, what ends up happening is I open up TikTok and I'm trying to do work and I'm trying to like answer your questions for you guys and then I go down the rabbit hole of TikTok so I'm I don't like to go on TikTok DMs because I always get distracted so DM me on Instagram at gambling savannah but I do have my TikTok and I do like to do live streams on there where we just talk about the previous episode or any other questions that you guys have my TikTok is logically in love And I love seeing all of your responses and your inputs and your opinions. And a lot of it is actually really, really good points. So those are two other ways you can connect with me on top of subscribing, whether you're here from Spotify or Apple Podcasts. And some more exciting things are coming up. I'm not going to disclose what they are yet. Just know that I am working on little side projects that I'm very excited to announce later down the road. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's everything for today. So I hope you guys have a great rest of your Monday. Have a very safe and lifted 420 tomorrow. I will definitely be celebrating with my cat at home. (laughs) Have a great rest of your week. And I am so excited to talk to you more next Monday. Remember to stay logically in love. Bye guys.